This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey, my kitty loving friends. We have a guest today who has blown our doors off. Rita and I spent a lot of time looking at products and going through cat products, and we have yet to be surprised by anything until we met Alden from Catio Doggio. This company is innovating and making things we can't live without, and I know you want to hear about it, but we have to take a break from this ad from our sponsor. Be right back. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to 19 Cats and Counting. I am your co-host, Linda Hall, here with my lovely blonde BFF, the yin to my yang, Rita Reimers. Blonde with a little white showing here. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. They'll see Honey. it on the video anyway. Hey, today we're not wearing matching shorts like yesterday. I I Same hesitated. Color, I hesitated because I'm wearing almost. a speak fluent cat, and I know you own that T-shirt, and we tend to do yep. the twinning thing, but... Yep. I didn't want to talk to you. I love you. We talk to you all the time. I want to talk to Alden. I know. I want to talk to Alden, too. I don't want to talk to you either. Meh. Fine. Be that way. Hi, Alden. Uh, but you're both wearing blue shirts, navy blue shirts. So I'm just going to point that out. Yeah, we do that a lot. A lot, a lot. Yesterday, we wore the exact same shirt that said, I only love coffee and cats. And it We was were like- about to start a, uh, um, a session, and I went, Linda, I'm wearing the same thing you are. We we're looked very silly. Same shirt. Yes. We look like, you know, those middle school girls that call each other, wear your pink shirt. I'll wear my pink shirt. But yeah. I swear to God, we don't do that. But we're, we're both wearing no, blue we don't. today. We're, we, see, we even color coordinate. I know. I know. But you know, when you chemically bonded like that, you don't even have, you could be far apart and you still have those same thoughts. You are 100% correct, Alden. Yes, sir. Well, let's talk so, about what Alden I was going to say, Alden, Alden Martinez is the founder, but you know how it is, you know, the wife in the background. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we give Kelly credit for co-founding uh, of Catio Doggio. He is a creative guy who has come up with some things that actually surprised us. And that's very difficult to do. Yeah. So I want to start with the floating bowls, which we both have. Love. These bowls are installed very easily, even someone not handy like me can do installed very easily and they're cool looking and they're up high and the bowls come off easy to change they are amazing alden tell us about the bowls and why you did this 
So the bowls came about. It was on, they were on the back burner for, I don't know, two years. And we got invited to Super Zoo. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, we only have a catio prototype to bring with us in the booth. What are we going to do? So I was like quickly looking at what other, because we have 25 other products that either we're working on, working on patent stuff for, working on trademark, like all these things are going on in the background, but they're not for sale yet. So Kelly and I were discussing, like, I think, you know, the bowls are kind of next. We're going to do the super scoop with catio. I'm going to go ahead and get the bowls in. And I was shocked. We, our timing was perfect. Called the manufacturer that we had been working with. In fact, I emailed them first and they said, your timing couldn't be any more perfect. We're coming out of PPE. We're getting back into consumer and commercial products now. And yes, we'll, I, we had a meeting within like two months. I had bowls in hand. It was kind of mind blowing. So they brought us the bowls. I don't know, maybe 40 sets for Super Zoo. We had them in a the booth. We had the colored bowls, which we aren't really even selling yet. We were just selling white at this point. But um, yeah, the bowls came out of a necessity. Got tired of the cats scarfing and barfing and throwing up right after they eat. And I knew about the digestive issues and elevated bowls. So I was like, we'll get these bowls done. You know, I'll design them as simple and elegant as possible, but aesthetically pleasing, which we did. You know, it had to be NSFs, you know, food safe. So they're human grade safe, uh, BPA free all those things, because obviously our cats, I'm designing products for our own cats and dogs. So I know other parent, pet parents need them too, right? So that was the whole impetus for the bowls was to, was to get them elevated off the ground and be able to, you know, put them at the cat's height so they could eat. And I have to say, it's been a game changer for us. They don't throw up. And the side effect that we didn't even expect was they don't even have hairballs anymore. And I don't even know wow. why. But this was a, a happy side of, they have barely, three cats have barely had hairballs. And, you know, they have hairballs constantly. I mean, they're That's always amazing. throwing something up. Not since the, we got the bowls. So it has changed everything for us having those bowls on the wall. Well, I want I want everybody who's listening to us right now, unless you're driving, no distracted driving, <laughs> to take a drink of something, put something in your mouth. I don't care, swallow your saliva. But before you do it, put your chin to your chest. I'm going to do it. And do it. Yeah. That's not comfy. It's very difficult. Imagine you don't have lips. Well, that's true, <laughs> so too. You can't, oh, I mean, right. That's true. Dogs and cats don't have lips. So what do they do? They actually curl their tongues, dogs forward and cats backwards, and they jerk the food or they jerk the water into their mouths. That's how they, that's how they eat and drink. So imagine doing that, trying to look down. You're fighting gravity. So when they get up, the food literally sits in their yes. throat, and that's why they throw up right after. When they're at their proper height, it's kind of like a, a good analogy would be having your monitor at the proper height for your computer. Otherwise, if you're looking down, eventually it's going to take a toll on, on your neck and back and all those things. It's the same principle. So it's, it's ergonomics for cats. Just yeah. elevate the bowls, put them up on the wall, or put them up on the counter. That's an ergonomics put together. As a parent of human children, we were taught in all those classes that you take before you start producing children, hopefully, you know, <laughs> how to feed your baby. And yeah, we don't do this because that's not correct. And I was a CNA for many years for hospice and then for home health and all these Same bedridden principle. people when we feed them. Yes, they have Sit to up. be at a certain. Sit yes, up. exactly. Do not let anybody when they're laying back and go into their lungs that can cause choking, blah, blah, blah. So it only makes sense for our cats. We know what happened to Jim Morrison and, and Jimmy P and, and uh, Jimmy Hendrix, right? Yeah. Didn't they throw up, they died in their yep. own vomit. Aspirated. Same yep. principle, right? You're, exactly. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's so, the optimal height, Alden? Uh, we generally put ours are our baseboards are sort of high, so ours are around four inches up. Um, but again, you know, we have Lars as our big cat. He's like three feet long and weighs 20 pounds. He's a big boy. He's a little taller than the other two that, that are half his size, but an optimal, it's up to you. Same with the dogs. You know, I mean, some people have, you know, obviously the bowls we have out now are the one cup version. They're small. We will come out. Wanted to say that too. Next year, we'll come out with a two cup and a three cup version. So oh, I want. that'll cover medium and small, but obviously it's going to take a more beefy wall mount. You're going to need toggle bolts. They're going to have to, one of them is going to have to be in the stud. So we'll do at least a 16 or 18 inch wall mount, and then we'll put that in the middle. And I did want to point out too, with just like with the Kitty Cafe, I purposely made these modular to make those bowls. Well, first off, they come off really easy. So they're easy to clean. So easy. Um, pop them on and off, throw them in a dishwasher, hand wash. You know, it's very simple. They won't come off the mount, but you can take them off as a human. The, the cats and dogs won't knock them off. But uh, the other thing is too, I made them modular because we're going to come out with accessories that will hook onto the, and you can connect the wall mounts together or put them, you know, split them apart, however you want to do it. So like, for instance, a catnip little planter will, will connect right in there. There'll be a little hook on there to go onto the nice. little things. Like, I'm not going to say the other stuff. I'll throw that one out there, but I'm telling you, I want inside your brain. I want to know what you're coming up with next because you're freaking us out <laughs> with these really cool things. I'm waiting um, for those large ones. Cause I have 16 cats and I can't have a lot of those little one cuppers. I need some bigger ones. So I'm excited. Well, about that. and let me tell you, so we obviously, because we have 12 cats and that those are one cuppers, we have that up and then we have our regular floor. Yeah, same. Yeah. They clear out the floating cat bowls first. The water. Now, this is my big thing. We all know cats are descended from desert animals. They don't have a natural thirst. They normally quench their thirst with the animals that they kill. Through their food, They're not doing right. that at home. So get the water and right. get the water and get the water in. They clean up that water bowl. I mean, there's not a drop, Alden. Not a drop. That's they amazing. clear it. Trust me. And the same thing that, that you guys experienced was the same thing we experienced in our test groups. The cats, it's unbelievable. Normally, they'll fight over the food bowls. They, they want to be first. Ever since we set up and we, we had mock-ups, we 3D printed first, right? We tested this before we went, spent lots of money on the bowls. The cats, all three of them, politely line up behind each other and wait their turn and so eat out of the bowl. And it's... It's like, what? In one of our test groups, they had a 20-year-old cat and a two-year-old cat. We tested the catio and the bowls. And both, it completely changed because the cats were fighting. You know, kittens with an older cat generally do not mix. It's a it's a tough Correct. sell kind of thing. Correct. And with, with Sam and Dixie, they Courtney and Michael, the own, their owners, their pet parents, they said ever since we put the catio in, they have stopped fighting. They both use it. But like Sam's more adopted. You know, he was a 20-year-old. And the same thing with the bowls. They didn't fight over it anymore. It changed the dynamic of their household, which was another positive side effect. For sure. No idea yes. was going to, to you know, be a part of that. But I agree with you about the water. We will fill the water up several times a day, but we, we're good about that anyway. But yeah, they will drink that water completely out of the three, the three of them out of one bowl. We have it set up with two sets. And we actually split two water and two food because... They love to take food out and drop it in the water for whatever reason. 
as we all know, and they do that with toys sometimes too. They'll put toys in there, but ever since we put it on the wall, they don't they don't do that really. Yeah, too cats much anymore, actually so. prefer to have their water and their food separate anyway, so that's yeah. great. That yeah. They do that. yeah, they don't eat where exactly. they drink. When you said that about the fighting, a light bulb went off over my Me head. Too. No one has fought over those bowls ever, and I'll tell you, a big problem we see as behaviorists it's- is resource guarding. Because cats don't know how the concept of sharing. Yep, they don't. So it's if you're on it, I'm losing it. Yep. And I yep. often find karma's my big offender. She lays with her head in the food bowl that's in the kitchen on the floor so that no one else can get any. She guards water, she guards food. Nobody guards the floating bowls. It never nope. okay. I gotta get about four more. Note to self, order more bowls. But they get it in the line, right? They yes. get it, they get in the line. Like you yeah, said, they I sent you a picture. Each other and I polite. sent you a picture. Deadpool investigated, and then somebody came up behind him and just stood there. And then a third the, one came your up alpha went first. There. Oh, your yes. alpha went first. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. But they all stood there politely like they were waiting for a ride at Disney. They were all great. No like idea. they do when they get on the bed with me. They all yes. in line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody's hit anybody hissed at anybody nothing honestly since we you know we had three catio prototypes the bowls we printed a bunch of them and, and tested them at the same time because they were much easier and cheaper the catio is much bigger you know much bigger prototype but you don't realize the impact that these products are going to have on your pets and you as a pet parent until you until we tested them once we tested them and other people tested them it's like what results did you guys get oh what results did you guys get in comparing and contrasting? It's like these things are working and doing things we didn't even expect. I didn't even, not even my brain expected these positive side effects. And it's been, it's like I said, it's been a game changer yeah. for us. We knew as behaviorists that it was going to help their digestion. This was a really smart right. idea. We were very, very excited when we saw it. But once we installed it, yeah, we saw things we didn't expect. And that's like, you know, I sent you those pictures of the cats lined up and you were like, yep, my cats do it all the time. And you I have was- less hairball squish to step in yes. in the morning. You know, I had not thought about it. I have had a lot less. Of course, I still have some on the floor. So so another thing we've done too, just to test, you know, kind of an A-B test or litmus test to, to figure this out too, we'll sometimes take the bowls off of the, the wall mount and put them back on the floor and see what happens. Every single time we do that, even if it's just like liquid coming out or throwing up or doing things like that, sometimes food too, after they eat. So, and then we'll put them back and it'll go away. And it's like, this works, it's legitimate. Like it, it actually does its job and then some. So yeah, like I said, until we started testing, you know, I just thought, hey, going to help with, with their digestion. Hopefully it'll stop scarfing, barf, you know. Yeah. And they're cute. I wanted them to be that way. I wanted, I was saying, I wanted them to be aesthetically pleasing. We wanted them to be cute. Obviously, you know, we have two mascots, cute kitty and dappy dog, repeating their, their head shapes or ear shapes or whatever in, into the products. And yeah. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back to talk more about Catio Dog Gear with our wonderful guest, Alden. For those fortunate to have experienced the deep bond and unconditional love of a companion animal, the death that follows can be one of the most difficult and misunderstood losses to go through. Many times, this devastating loss goes unrecognized and trivialized by family and friends, leaving grieving pet parents struggling to find healthy ways to cope with the loss. In And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal for healing the loss of a pet, Dr. Julianne Corbin calls attention to the difficulties unique to the loss of a beloved pet. 
and provides an interactive and compassionate guide to help you process your loss and work towards coming to a place of peace and healing. For those interested in journal therapy and looking for a professionally written and compassionate resource to help understand and reconcile the grief associated with the loss of your pet, this book is for you. And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal by Julianne Corbin is now available for purchase on Amazon and other major book retailers. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back with Dyson Cats and Counting, and we were talking about Doggio, Catio, and the Floating Bowls. Yes. So two things, and then I want to talk about Catio. Yes. Two yes. things. Number one, one of the reasons I was very excited about the Floating Bowls is because the struggle to clean up the little pieces of cat food that are all over my kitchen floor is very real. Uh-huh. I, if I go out there yes. right now, there's more than I care to admit to because I'm not as good about cleaning it up as I Same should be. here. But I have to tell you, I have never, so I thought, okay, I'm going to be able to sweep under this easier. They provide this lovely like mat to put under it. I have never found one piece of food on the floor under those bowls. Really? That's amazing. I don't understand that. Oh, we'll get kibble underneath there. But like I said, and that's the other thing too. I wanted to design the placemat too, to where it was not only durable, but it's thin enough that you can just pick it up, fold it and pour the food right back into the bowl. Yeah, that and just kinda- rinse it out in the sink, right? Yeah, it's very sturdy, but it's bendable. Yeah. Yeah, totally flexible. So, Rita and I spent a lot of time bending it, going, look, I don't even think you could break that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's our job to try to try to be tough guys with everything. You do that a lot with the lick mats. <laughs> I did too, yeah. So here's the thing that's got me stumped that I've been waiting to talk to you, Alden. We are against plastic Usually. food bowls, as are many people, okay? So that, was my, so that was my only concern about these bowls because bio slime is a real thing that happens and it can kill your cat, make them very sick. Well, plus if you get cuts in the plastic, it harbors uh, bacteria and your cats can get some chin. Correct. And the scratches. Yes. So I did a test, which I haven't posted it yet. I took a plastic bowl that was supposed to be one of those water things that we pitched a long time ago and it was still in the basement. And I put water in it and I let them drink out of it. And 24 hours later, I wiped it with a paper towel and it was orange from bio slime. Pink slime. I let them drink the water from the floating bowls. I refilled it. I left it. Then I took it because I really didn't want them drinking out of it after it hadn't been washed for two days. So then I set it up somewhere with water in it. Alden, there's no bio slime. Why? I don't understand. (laughs) How'd you do that? So. The cat acne thing, you know, a lot of people, I've seen hate, not for our products, but I've seen hate on other people's products about, oh, it's plastic, that's a hard no for us. And it's like, yeah, plastic in general is bad, but not all plastic is bad. And people need to understand that. And when you're making, using high density plastic, like like we are for the bowls and for Catio, that's a whole different realm. And all of the stuff is either already recycled materials or can be. So in other words, when those bowls are 10 years old, 20 years, when they've outlived their life or whatever, they can be ground up and made into new bowls. They can ground them oh, up into the, the same way that they were made. 100%. Love. So think about the packaging, 
the wall mount. I mean, everything that's in that package, including the package, is well is recyclable wow. or has come from recycled materials already. And yeah, I'm I'm a hardcore. I mean, I'm half German, so if anyone knows about German recycling, you understand that. I was just reading about that the other everything, day. Everything, yeah, and, you know, and a lot of people don't care. A lot of people in the United States don't even recycle. I have a friend who lives in San Francisco, and he's like, you know, I read this article. Only two percent of stuff ever gets recycled, even if you. I said, Ryan, you can't have that attitude because if everybody thinks that, he's like, he's like, I stop recycling. I'm like, no, recycle more. And I even told him, I said, look, we put out the trash like once a week, and it's not even full. Our recycling goes out into the Herbie Kirby two, three, four times a week. We fill the recycling up constantly. Like it's foolish. And I don't care what companies are, you know, if they're not fully recycling, at least make an effort to do that. Agreed. Well, if if only 2% got recycled, but everybody was recycling 2% times how many billion people, you know, I mean, it. I have stopped trying to carry the weight of the world on my shoulders and save the world myself. I am going to make whatever impact I can. One save one cat. Yeah, there's still a zillion out there, but I saved one right. cat, which stopped two million kittens. Right. So it's right. in the mindset of I'm going to do what I can. Right. So yeah. Well, the problem just... like where I live, you can split up whatever you want, but the garbage people just throw it all together because the city doesn't have any facilities. But that's a whole nother podcast. But that's another podcast. So <laughs> right, that's a municipal problem. That's not an individual for sure. Problem for or sure, problem, right? Yes, exactly. So I could talk about those bulls till the cows come home. But let's talk I'm about obsessed. the other exciting. Yes, upcoming. we are dying. When are these coming out? Because I want my catio. <laughs> what's first of all? What's a catio? You need to define what yes. it is. So do we. We're also, because our prototypes are either, because we would burn through our prototypes. It lasts about six months because of the way we constructed them, you know, as cheaply and easily as we could, but still be able to test them, right. put them in the windows and put weight on them and all that stuff. But after about six months a year, they worn out. So we were going through them too. And our manufacturing CAD designer each have the other two right now. So we don't even have one in the window. Oh, so we are also terrible. just as eagerly, eagerly waiting uh, for our own catios. Yes. Um, we'll put at least two in the window for sure. But so what is catio? Catio is a cat litter box that goes in the window, just like an air conditioning unit does, uh, portable AC. And is vented to the outside. So fresh air comes in. I designed it to create a vacuum in there. The with symmetrical vents. So just like you, I mean, the best analogy I give you for that is like in World War II, uh, the Japanese would bury, you know, deep under in mountains, they would, you know, create these bunkers and the Germans did the same thing. But in order to do that, you have to have airflow. In order to have airflow, you've got to have symmetrical venting. So you've got to have a point of ingress and egress either way. So I built, I purposely designed the vents. They're bug screened. So bugs can't get in there. Not even gnats can get in there. there. There's a bug screen in there. They're louvered. So rain can't get in. I made winterizing window vent covers for the winter or in really hot climates, you know, want heat to come in there. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Great thing about Cadio being, so I played sports my whole life. Started playing sports when I was five years old and my knees are just destroyed from football, baseball, and wrestling. Hello. And it is yes. literally painful, painful for me to get down and kneel, squat. Even if I just squat, it's painful getting back up. But kneeling, squatting, any of those things. And with the catio being in the window, you just open the door, scoop, or change the litter. You're yeah. standing there. It's at wheelchair height, too. It's ADA compliant in your window. That's great. I never thought about that. That's awesome. 
Yeah, it's ADA compliant. Yes, it's ADA compliant up in your window. As long nice. as it's 28 inches or above. Most windows are, are average is 30, anywhere from 20 to 32 inches usually. So 30 is pretty much the average. But yeah, it's ADA compliant. We always say for people that walk and roll. So I love that way it. it covers both. Well, my parents are not technically disabled. Nobody's rolling. However, they're 81 and 83. My father just had his knee replaced a couple months ago, maybe. Yeah. And their litter box is on the floor. So I told them about it. But I'll tell you, those of you who are listening to the podcast can't see, but I fought having a litter box in my bedroom. I fought it long and hard. I don't want a litter Me box too. in my bedroom. I do not want to smell the freshly laid poop while I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> and wow. the amount of litter on my feet when I climb into bed, I stop, I sit, I wipe it off. I, I do climb too. Into bed. Yes. So I had to give up because they were going to keep pooping in here if I didn't put a litter box in here. So you see the window right above that litter box? <laughs> That's where my catio is going. I am not going to be smelling their poop. I am not. That corner All is going to be eased up. Go to the floor. Exactly. So oh, we're going to have to figure this out. Me. We'll figure this out. But yeah, and it's up high, so I don't have to bend. Again, I don't consider myself disabled, but I have multiple sclerosis. I have a, um, three autoimmune diseases, actually. So we're a little stiff. We're not great at the bend and move thing. I'm so pumped. Right. I've never been excited about a litter box. <laughs> Trust me, it has been. So, you know, when I came up with the idea, like most, it was, you know, necessities, the mother of invention, and it was by accident, which is a lot of things invented on the planet. They weren't invented on, per, you know, Correct. Pur purposely. So I was moving a window air conditioner with my brother from one window to another. And when we pulled the compressor unit out, the housing was still in the window and one of my cats jumped up. And this, at this point, I was living with, had six cats and living in a very small apartment. No place to put the litter box except in the kitchen, basically. And when he jumped up into the, into the housing and a light bulb went off, I was like, oh my God, that is the answer to where to put it because I had no place to put it. How do I contain the litter spread, which also, like you're talking about, drives me nuts and most yes. people are nuts. Contains a litter spread. Odors are outside. Like it solves everything with one one thing, one idea. And I honestly, I sat on that idea for years, several years, five years or whatever it was before I even started doing any kind of sketching or drawing or CAD file, anything. I sat on it and then took another five years and it was like I was working on it part time. And, you know, it was only in 2016 I left my job that I was sick of and tired of and I wanted to work on CAD and stuff full time and finally got to a point where I could do that. And I did. So yeah, Catio has been a light passion. You know, it's what the, it's the, it's our flagship product. It's what the company is built around. And it is, I'm telling everyone listening out there, it is a game changer when you own even a single cat, much less multiple cat households like we do. That product is going to possibly be like Tesla is, and it's going to be a game changer in the market. I don't even know at this point how many thousands of hours engineering is. It looks like a simple box. It's anything but simple. It's completely weatherproof. It has to be. It's got to be able to carry, you know, a lot of weight and snow load and you name it. What, you know, we slope the roofs so or water can't, water and snow can't sit on top and just every little thing. Like I said, it's got to be, you know, bug proof. So bugs don't try to get in there. You can install this thing on the first, you know, the ground floor. 
or the 50th floor, it doesn't matter. High rise, you know, buildings, like think of New York City or Chicago or DC or San Francisco or Tokyo or London, wherever. It is an absolute game changer. It is. It has made our life so simple to have that in a window. It's just unbelievable. And like I said, when we tested it with Courtney and Michael's cats, you know, one was 20, Sam was 20 and uh, at the time, and uh, Dixie was two. And it changed the dynamic. It changed their fighting. Why? I don't know. It was, again, a happy side effect, right? But it worked. And it was like, oh, it doesn't just do, it doesn't just give you a place to put it. Keep the odors outside. Give them fresh air. Give them, a, a you know, it has a window in the back so they can still look outside. Yuri, our youngest cat, he sits in there. He's very clever. And when I say that, I mean a little bit conniving like some of our cats can <laughs> We be. understand. But he gets in there and he will lay on the side of the litter pan, put his back paw against the flat door so no one else can get in there. And he talks. We have two sets of birds, two trees with two sets of cardinals. And he literally, he, he does that fast chatter sure. with them. And, and they go back and forth all day long. And it's like, and the other cats, meanwhile, are sitting on the landing, like, what's going on in here? So I have to like poke my head there and like, Yuri, he's like, what? And he gets lost in this world. And it's like, you don't think the cat would want to hang out in there, but it's like, that's why we're going to have two in a window, one for as a, as a window perch and one for the litter box. If I can ask a, a couple questions about um, configuration. I know Linda yeah. recently had an issue um, with a window air conditioner. You know, they don't fill a window. So there's some things that fill in the space. And one of her cats opened that and got outside. Um, My conniving is cat. Is that something that we worry about with Catio or how is it installed to prevent escapes? Yeah, it's completely sealed up, just like a window AC unit should be. The extension panel. So you'll be able to put this in a window, either single or double hung uh, uh, sash windows or slider windows. We're also working, the thing with casement windows, which are the crank out windows, is that when you open them up, it, it leaves a gap on the side. So we're going to have what's called a living hinge. We're, we're working on figuring out how to close the gap on those windows. And that will pretty much cover every window in the U.S. Now, when it comes to German windows, which are pretty much all over Europe and the U.K., is a little bit different, but I purposely, you know, Caddy is a cube. Uh, it used to be a rectangle, originally my original design, original patent. I'll tell you, he has thought of everything. Well, I have a couple, I have another question, though. Like, what happens when one cat is in there and another cat jumps up? Like, you know, we've got some litter guarding issues sometimes. That's what, Yeah, I'm thinking this should help with the guarding. But again, yeah, if you have one, we my got My other question, besides the one I just said, too, Linda, was... Some cats are, you know, we have that uh, displaced aggression because they see other animals outside, other cats outside. Is that going to be an issue? There's a, well, there's a panel that you can put up. We recently had a client whose cat stopped using a litter box. Why won't my cat use a litter box? She's got a very tiny apartment because it's just her and a cat. And the litter box is right under a window. And during our session, the cat jumped up on the windowsill and we noticed that tail slashing and we went... We got it. There's some strays and ferals outside. It's ticking your yep. cat off and your cat refuses to get in the comfortable position to take a crack yep. while there's ferals outside. Right. So how do we combat this with catio? Well, think about it. You can put catio. So if you're having an issue, especially if you have a two-story house, we've tested upstairs. And, and in fact, you're talking about in your bedroom. We put one right next to our bed as well uh, because we wanted to test on multiple floors. I will say this too, and I'll, I'll answer your question in a second. You don't even have to show it to them. As soon as you install it, they're like as curious as cats can be. Instantly, they want to hop on it and like figure out what is going on here. Jump straight on landing, go straight in the flap door. And it's like, 
they just instinctively, some kind of way, just like cats do when they first go to the litter box, they just get it right away. We've never had to like, hey, give them a treat or show them. You will have now when it comes to doggy, you'll, you'll have to do that, you know, put treats on a ramp to get your dog up there to use the pee pad and whatnot. But with cats, they just, you just don't need that. But, and what was your question about uh, dealing with, oh, so, so the outside we're seeing cats. outside cats. Are we yeah. going to start getting crazy? A lot of cats yeah. will not let, they don't want to use the litter if it's anywhere visible. The outdoor cats might get them riled up or other animals. How do we prevent that? So that was the other thing too. So there are two things. If you look inside, the, especially in the video, Kelly's talking about in there about the privacy panel, that can serve a dual purpose. One, it's designed to not let your neighbors see your cat do their business. Right? Oh, that's, that's good. I didn't even think about that. That's what it's there for. And you can just take it in and out. It just slides into a slot inside the housing. So that's that. But the other thing is, if you're having those kind of problems, put that in there and your cat could see outside but those other cats can't see them doing their business. But I will say this, this is kind of another happy side effect about Catio. The cats feel safer being up, I think, being sure. up and not on the floor. So that's one, even their, their brother and sisters in the house, you know, there's that kind of thing, that competition or that feeling safe. Because if they're going to use the bathroom, it needs to be in a safe spot, right? It needs to be a place they feel safe to use it. So it's that, and it's also they're up high, it's just them in the box. And I think that housing, you know, a lot of people, Jackson Galaxy, always talk about, oh, just open, you know, basically litter, litter pans. I disagree with that. And I think the guy is an incredible expert. We've met Jackson and everything. But that's the one thing I don't agree with. I don't like open litter boxes. I think it, it just adds to litter spread. I don't think the cats feel as safe. I don't know how he does it. But for us, they feel safer in a box. And it's kind of like us with a bathroom. When we go in the bathroom, it's, you know, we close the door. We want that privacy. I feel the same way with them. And our cats have never, we do have feral cats outside. In fact, one of them, Callie, our feral cat, we feed her. We've adopted her fully. She's our cat. They see each other through the door and they don't, you know, she would crush the indoor cats because she's a tough outdoor cat. But um, it's never affected their their use of the litter box, when, especially when it came to, once we put the prototypes in the window, it just, like I said, it is an absolute game changer. It just solves all the problems, all the problems at once. And when we met, well, I was going to say one last thing. So we met and she's on vacation. I can't wait till she comes back next week. But Joy is the director of the Atlanta Humane Society. When we met with them and brought Catio, brought a prototype to them and showed them, they said, this is, they literally said, Alden, this is going to not just change, but revolutionize our cat adoptions. Because what happens is, and they have a gorgeous, gorgeous campus there. They have two giant glass rooms full of cat. I mean, it's amazing. They're in an old Ford dealership and their retail space is right in the middle where the cars used to be on the showroom floors. So they have a pretty significant space. So they can, you know, they have a decent amount of product in there, but they started doing that because people would come to adopt and right before they finished finalizing the adoption, they'd be like, oh, wait a minute. We need a litter box. Whoa, where are we going to put the litter box? Uh, we need litter. And they start going through all these, you know, these things that they didn't foresee before they went there. And she's like, with Catio, because she said, what people do is like, wait, we'll be right back. We're going to, we need to go run down to Petco or PetSmart down the street and then come get the cat. It's like, this is going to fix those problems. Like, you know, this solves the thing of where are we going to put the litter box? You're going to put it in your window and you're not going to have to deal with smells and you're not going to have to deal with, you know, it's going to be easy to clean up. And it's just, like I said, it's a, an absolute game changer for us. We already know it's going to be for everyone else. We cannot wait to get cat on market. We're being bombarded by pre-order customers. We're taking pre-orders right now. We're giving free shipping as support. 
soon as we start shipping, we're going to cut off the, the free shipping part. But just had a lady who ordered three of them. She's been nagging us for like, and I say nagging because that's her words, but not ours. We like that direct interaction and customer feedback. But just as this past week, she's like, when are they coming out? I'm like, listen, Angie, we are working on these things like this nonstop. Like, trust me, we're trying to get out. We need them too. We have controlled ourselves from nagging you, but in our heads, we frequently say Alden, Catio. So, well, we are- Linda, Linda's the better test than me because all my windows go to the floor. We so might be able to figure something out. I'm not know. sure we'll about how that's going to work, but we'll, we'll, take we'll worry look, about that. Yeah. We'll, I want you to test it first. Maybe I can't wait. We're literally. way over time, so we're going to <sighs> wrapping up. Is is there an, an estimate? Alden on when they'll be available. I mean, next year. Yeah, Alden. Yes, it's supposed to be now, like end of summer. We were okay. so we were trying to get to. We have been plagued our manufacturers, not us directly. COVID setbacks after the fire. That was one thing, but COVID. I mean, if Tesla oh, and yes. Apple are having the same problems that we're having, mean, everyone we're is going to have much. Everyone, everyone is. is, and in fact, the lady I was just talking about when she emailed us the other day, she's like, "I can't believe this. The world's getting back to normal." I'm like. It's no. not. I was like, there's a massive shipping container shortage from China right now because things aren't getting shipped back. So we Just ship stuff the there. Prices or, of everything because and the pricing, the pricing can't has gone. ramp up. Yeah. Yes, it has exploded. Labor shortages. You don't have manpower. So we're being plagued by these things, and it's pushing us back. And we, you know, we're constantly telling people, "Look, we're working on it. Trust us. Where it's going to come out." But so to answer your question, we're trying to get out all of our pre-orders, which we have several hundred pre-orders already. We're trying to get those out and start filling pre-orders before the end of the year in time for the sh- for the holidays so people have them. And we will do our big launch, like our major launch, big push will be in the spring. So pre-orders first, start getting those orders filled. And once that once that happens, then we're going to, you know, boom, start blowing it up in the US, UK, EU, then Asia. Well, when you're launching, we want you to come back on so we can announce that you're launching. Yes, please. Yes, please. You are welcome here anytime. And I know we've got to go. So we just need to thank you. But I have to tell you, Alden, anytime you have an idea and you want to test somebody between Rita and I, we got 28 cats, baby. Just send it. Don't even talk to us. Just send it. Make it a surprise. Because we think you I are have the most- your addresses. Yes, you do, baby. And and, and we actually love, we love surprises. Yeah, we I know do. Where you live. Yes, you do. How do you bring it on? Because seriously, and I know you just won an award. Yeah. And you yes. are innovative, you are creative. And I meant what I said. Rita and I are constantly looking at cat products every store, online, what have you, you shocked us and that doesn't happen. So yeah, that we, right there is an award. We'll we make often certificate. record, we tried it. I think we did that with uh, the Cat Cafe Bowls. So visit everyone, visit catiodogio.com, order those floating bowls, see what the uh, catio is all about. I think you have something for dogs as well uh, in a similar vein as the catio. Um, we will definitely have you back on Alden. I yeah, know we can't wait to, to do test these things. Yes, yeah. Anytime, you guys. You anytime. You are welcome. The door is open, sweetie. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you guys for having me on today. Oh, it's thank you. And Linda is always my awesome co-host, and Mark Winter, who does all of our production and gave us this awesome spot on Pet Life Radio. We don't thank you enough. Remember, every day is Catterday. We'll see you next time. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand.
only on PetLifeRadio.com.